on this episode, join us as we talk about this little break, as well as exploring this beautiful United States as we traveled on this year's vacation, unlike any other. Are you ready? Let's go. and succeed podcast experience with your host Sandy Allende Rodriguez Hello guys it's Sandy here with Rise and Succeed. I know I took a little bit of a break. We are going to talk all about it today. It's been a bit and I know that I was quiet. I didn't share anything and I just kind of jumped and decided to go with the family meet up with my girlfriends and we headed all the way from Florida all the way up to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. I thought it was crazy. We took our van, our travel trailer and decided to just go. This was something we were planning on doing last year. COVID came and we got a little bit skeptical. So the rest of my girlfriends went out and went to my friend's place out there in Idaho. And when I thought Idaho and she told me, we got this place in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. I thought, what the hell? Why are you buying a place in like potato land? Like what is there to do there? I had no idea. So we traveled for three weeks. Well, didn't take us three weeks to get there. We literally got there in three and a half days, four days. But wow, I honest to goodness forgot how exciting and liberating it is to see new places, to experience new things, to just kind of gypsy it out and be free. It was mind-blowingly awakening and just so freeing. I needed it. I think our entire family needed it. After everything that happened with COVID and being locked up and just keeping it simple and, and keeping it here, I forgot how to explore. And needless to say, after we had kids, vacations seemed a bit different for us. It was more of, let's go to Disney, uh, let's go to Universal, uh, Disney, we're going back to my hometown, we're going to Jersey. And about three or four years ago, we got our travel trailer and it was mini little weekend trips to 
this campsite and that campsite and never leaving Florida. And then this opportunity came up and I sat down with my husband and I said, all right, I would love to go on this trip. I think it would be so much fun. What do you think if we do it? And he said, well, you know, work. But then one day he said, you know what? I'm going to take two weeks off of work. And as he kept seeing that it kept getting closer, he's like, I'm going to plan for three weeks, but I'm going to do two weeks. Do you mind if as we're traveling, we can, you know, if I have to take a conference call or I have to be on a call or I have to do some work, would it bother you? And I was like, hell no, I'm okay with that. So we did and we traveled and we left and I took care of a couple of my clients as I was on the road. Some of them knew that I was away and said, no problem. But when they needed me, I was there. It was such an amazing experience. So we went through 18 states all together, coming and going, and not simultaneously. We did Quarter Lane, Idaho, which if you've never been there, research it. It is absolutely stunning, gorgeous, beautiful. It gives you that whole feel of if you want to do the whole mountain thing and just kind of relax, you could do that. And if you want to do fly fishing and enjoying, you could do that. And if you want to go on the water and do really cool lake life, you can do that. I was in awe of how beautiful it was. I would wake up every morning. So my girlfriend has this beautiful property and it's about 10 acres. And I had, we had our own balcony. So every morning I would wake up and I would go outside and just enjoy it. You would see the deer coming into her property and just kind of grazing and looking around. And it was just so peaceful, so quiet. It was breathtaking. Then we took the rest of the trip. We were planning on being there maybe four or five days at the most. We were there, I think, for like eight or ten days had the best time ever, really genuinely enjoyed my girlfriends and the kids. My girlfriend's kids were there and our kids were there and they were able to spend time together and just enjoy themselves and play video games or go play outside and just do things. And these are teenagers. They're not babies. I mean, my friend, one of my friends, Grace, does have a little one, but he was just kind of part of that, that little that little brother vibe and just kind of hanging out. We played games, laughed, just enjoyed ourselves, like genuinely enjoyed ourselves. There was no, you know, those friends that you can just kind of be yourself and they've known you for your whole life. So there's really no bullshitting them about who you are. They know you, those friends, this is this group of friends. They know me like inside out my high school years, my twenties, shit my 30s and 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 now so they've seen me go from being like this crazy or not crazy but like just being 
my teenage self to being that sales business person to the entrepreneur to being the wife to being the mom and the best part was pointing out the things that I do they were like holy moly just like your mom where I was like what why because they've known they grew up practically we all grew up together so it was nice to be about people who are just going to call you out on your shit and can really call you out on your shit because they know all of your shit. That was awesome. And it was just so fun. And it was nice to have my husband there. And he's always said it like this group of friends, like you guys are just, you're a different person when you're around them. And I guess I am because I feel like I can just kind of be real me. I don't have to be mom me. I don't have to be uh, entrepreneur me. I don't have to be anybody else but me. They love me. For me, my genuine self, all about myself, always willing to know, like, what are you up to? And what is a new thing that you're trying now? And what are you doing? And I want to try it. And I want to do it. I love it. It's just genuine friendship. And that means so much. So back to this crazy trip that we took. So as we take this trip and, you know, we're stopping here and stopping there and experiencing here. I want to say St. Louis, we stopped and had barbecue because Santos, my husband, had seen on Man versus Food, this place, this barbecue place. You can kill me. I don't remember the name of the place, but I will tell you what I, what I ate was damn freaking amazing. And I'm so glad that we stopped. And ate this yummy food and oh, we were crazy going on this trip. So I literally went online, ordered the food online about an hour before, an hour to two hours before we actually got there, drove up, waited for the food, picked it up, jumped in the car, ate and kept on going and kept on trekking. And towards, we stopped in a couple places. So we stopped in Chattanooga, Tennessee and stayed at a KOA there. Loved it. It was beautiful. It was so wonderful to wake up and just nature. And the second, that was the first day. So that was July 1st. We stopped Chattanooga, Tennessee. We drove all the way to Chattanooga, Tennessee, stayed there. The second and then on the third, second to the third, I can't remember if we stayed somewhere else. I don't remember. And from the third to the fourth, we decided we're just going to keep moving. We're just going to keep on Idaho or bust. And so we did that trip. So my husband took the morning or the, the whole daylight thing. And then I did the night shift and drove at night lucky for me, my eldest son had slept a majority of the time. So when the night shift came, he literally stayed up. He was up with me majority of the time and just chit-chatting and talking. And I remember we were coming in to South Dakota and we did this whole Sioux Falls experience. Really nice. And then we weren't, we did the Badlands, but we got there so late. We really didn't really get to see much of the Badlands because it was so dark. But we got to see this beautiful clear sky with all these beautiful stars. It was amazing. 
Then as we continue to drive, we had decided we were not going to do Mount Rushmore until our way back simply because of time purposes. And it was 30 minutes out to see Mount Rushmore and then 30 minutes to get back on the road. So as we're driving, this crazy notion comes into me and I'm seeing Mount Rushmore, X miles, Mount Rushmore, X miles. And I look at my son and I go to him, should we ask everybody? Mind you, everybody is sleeping. Since we went in our passenger van, everybody pretty much had a row so they can sleep in their own row. So it was my son, my friend, Christy, my husband, our two dogs, her dog, myself, and my oldest son. <laughs> Crazy. But everybody's sleeping. And I said for shits and giggles, does anybody want to go and see Mount Rushmore? Crickets. Nobody. Everybody was sleeping. So nobody was really listening to anything I had to say. And my son goes, yeah, mom, we should go. And I said, yeah, you're right. Why leave for tomorrow? What we can do today. Let's just go. So I go. It's like 430 in the morning. The sun is starting to come up. We're trekking on and to, to Mount Rushmore and coming up this beautiful little town as you're heading up to see the actual monuments. And I, I tell my son, I was like, you know what? We got to wake everybody up. They can't miss this. This is absolutely gorgeous. So what I didn't realize is I wasn't really paying attention, although I was sitting next to my husband, that when you're going up this mountain, you have to like change gears so that the the van has this pickup, especially since we are trucking along with a trailer in tow. So I'm just stepping on the gas. And my son's like, mom, can you go faster? I'm like, dude, I'm flooring it. All right. Let's just say that I probably could have burned that engine out. But hey, didn't know any better. It was the experience. And guess what? We made it fine. Perfect. Everybody starts waking up and we're in this little town. And they're like, where, where are we? And I'm like, dude, we're going to Mount Rushmore. They're like, what? So as we get up there, we park and everybody gets off. We literally got to see Mount Rushmore on July 4th as the sun is rising. I cannot tell you how gorgeous and beautiful it just was. It was just amazing. I had never been there. It was the kids' first time. My husband, I think, had never been there. And it was just, I and my friend Christy, I think she had already gone there. But it was just beautiful to see that sunrise, to see that majestic artwork. It was beautiful. And it was great to see that. So we literally got off, took our pictures, saw it, hiked a little bit because we went up this area and kind of hiked to get a better angle of the actual president's heads and uh, I know that sounds so ridiculous but it was beautiful we jumped right back down said does anybody have to go to the bathroom and then from there it was just a high trek all the way to Idaho I can tell you that I feel like it took forever the trek told us that we would be in Coeur d'Alene Idaho by 7 p.m. We got to Quarterly Idaho by almost 10.30 p.m. Now, 
It was wonderful. It was great to finally get there after literally almost a 30, maybe 20 something, 28 hours that we were just trekking along. But we did it. We got there. And then once we got there, honest to goodness, I don't think we ever, none of us wanted to leave. We were there, enjoyed ourselves, enjoyed our time, enjoyed our friendship. Uh, it was nice to just see everybody kind of getting along and, and doing their thing, like I had said before. And then the time had come, and it is now time to trek on back. Trekking on back was cool. We did the whole Yellowstone. Wow. I will tell you, as somebody who hates being outdoors, I realized that I hate being outdoors in Florida. I just hate it. It's too hot. The mosquitoes, the stickiness, I don't enjoy it. But now being outside in a place where you can, at least if you get in the mornings, middays it gets kind of hot, but it's even breezy, especially in that mountain breeze and in the shades, it's so nice and cool that you actually enjoyed it. We hiked in Yellowstone. We got to see Old Faithful. We saw a bunch of other geysers, saw beautiful falls, saw bison, like literally roaming and running this Yellowstone Park. Oh, we camped there overnight. It was beautiful. I my husband was just kind of in awe that I was like, come on, let's go hike there. Come on, can we off? I know I'm throwing off the time, but is it okay if we do this? Can we do this? And he was just like, wow, like, where's my wife? The I don't want to stay outside. I don't want to go outside. I don't want to do this. I blah, 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 blah. No, I was literally enjoying myself, grounding myself. I hadn't been able to do the day that we were actually leaving Yellowstone Park. We were only there for about 24 28 hours at the most. Okay, maybe 30 hours at the most. But boy, did we get as much as we possibly could to the point where I said, we're going to have to just make a special trip just to stay in Yellowstone because it was so many things to do and we did as much as we could, but we were on limited time because now we were on trek to head to Ada, Oklahoma and what the heck, Ada, Oklahoma. So Ada, Oklahoma, our Santos's uncle has 480 acres there. He's a cattle rancher and this is what he does. So we said, we'll go to Ada, get to see Santos's aunt and uncle and enjoy our time and have the boys experience it because we had realized we hadn't been to Ada, Oklahoma in 10 years. We spent a Christmas there literally 10 years ago and the kids were so little, they don't even remember it. Sebastian, our oldest, says he remembers little bits and pieces. He remembers building a snowman. He remembers a couple things, but he was little. And my younger one remembers absolutely nothing. So it was an amazing experience to be there in the summertime because it's a big difference between winter and summer. And it was really nice. But back to Yellowstone. We hiked. We got to see some amazing bison, huge bison, huge elk. These animals just roam there. Like you're in their property. And it was beautiful to witness that because when you live in a 
highly populated, highly dense community area. It's all, everything is hustle, bustle, hustle, bustle, go, 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 go. It was so nice to be freed and not have to worry about anything else. Not have to worry about where the time went. We ran into this beautiful lake area and I asked Santos, I said, can we please stop? And he said, absolutely. So we stopped, we pulled over and it was so beautiful, so serene, so quiet. Just that little, that breeze, not only the breeze, but the water coming up to the rocks. And it makes this beautiful little whistle noise. It was so beautiful, so stunning, so relaxing that I told him, is it okay with you if I take maybe 20, 30 minutes? Because I would like to journal here. And he said, sure. And I sat there. I found this beautiful log or branch because as the trees fall, they just kind of let them fall where they are, is where they are. And I sat there, enjoyed, walked in the water, which my husband was just looking at me like, what are you doing? Because that's not something that I do. I do not. I respect the water, but I, uh, for being here in Florida, I'm not one of those favorite going to the beach things. I like going, but uh, at a distance. I respect it very, very much. And I just enjoyed myself, like every second of it. Really got to ground myself really got to see the things that are important for me and for my family and just take it all in. And like I told my husband, I said, I don't think we will ever be able to go on vacation again if it's not something similar to this. Because I got so much out of it. I really came back renewed changed, centered, and focused. I came back with a sense of it's really not all that important. Have you ever had those moments where you're like, gosh, I keep worrying about this and worrying about that, but is it really all that important? And then during all this beautiful time and vacation and, and, stuff that that I'm that I'm enjoying and and going what's going on in our Cuban com- community to me has been kind of heart-wrenching because I've spoken to we've spoken to our in to you know my husband's parents my in-laws and you know speaking to my dad and other you know relatives that we have within the, you know, Cuban family, we're Cuban. And as I'm, I sit there and I'm like, gosh, I was enjoying myself, grounding myself, but all this stuff is going and these, these poor people. And my husband told me, you know what, you need to live for right this moment. And it's okay to be concerned because you worry about everybody else and what's going on. And, and, you know, your Cuban roots are so, so strong. He's like, but in order for you to be of help or assistance to others, you need to be of help or assistance to yourself. 
And this is something that I preach. And here he is telling me this, telling me, you need to make sure you stand strong in yourself and your roots are important. Yes, absolutely. But you need to concern yourself with grounding and focusing on you first, you first, and then everything else. So I kind of was able to say my heart hurts for what's going on in this island and the destruction for so many years and the, the they have finally woken up. But I took this trip and I took this moment and I took this journey that we did to really, really focus on the things that are absolutely necessary and it's you need to focus on yourself in order for you to be able to help everybody else and if there's one thing that I would highly recommend is journaling during this trip I journaled during this trip I started reading this book called The Artist's Way. It was highly recommended by the group that I'm in, La Comadres. It was as well recommended to me by my spiritual leader, Marlene. She was on our podcast not too long ago. My my creative guru, Lids, had also said, oh, great book. You got to read it. My friend, Annette, she's been on. She was on here last season. She is one of... She is one of my 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 clients. I, I try to help her and get her set and and freaking zooming because she's zooming and I love it. But she had told me, oh man, yeah, I started reading, you know, the artist way and it's it's helping me and the morning pages. So I said, well, I'll pick it up and I'll start reading it. I listened to the audiobook and then I started reading this book on the on the trip. And I started with my morning pages and it's helped me get a lot out and just in writing because you think like, wait, write three pages. I can't write three pages. I can barely write three sentences. But when you start just realizing that your sentences could just be like, I'm seeing a bottle of gummy bears on my table. The gummy bears are red. The gummy, you know, understand what I mean? You're just writing things that are in your head the words just started to flow and flow and flow. And everything that I was experiencing wanted to come out onto these pages. And all this stress that I was feeling about maybe, you know, coming home and, and, and change and what's going on within the Cuban community and leaving my friends after we'd been together for so long and coming back and was it going to be different and was it going to feel different and all that stuff was able to come out and flow and just put me at ease knowing that oh, the things that are in my head create their own stories and those stories do not have to be a reality but why the hell do I dwell on that? So it's helped me to, whatever's in my mind, just kind of be that brain dump, that release, that, okay, I wrote it down, therefore, it's there, and now I can just continue on with what's really going on. 
Oh man, guys, I I can't even tell you about this trip was so miraculous. So I did not expect what I received. I really did not. I really found that I have been so monotonous with the way that I felt the way I grew up and the way that the vacations that we took needed to be that way. And I know that as my teens came along, my mom became started working for the airlines and we started doing a lot more exploring. But once you get to your late teens and your 20s, the last thing you want to do is go hang out with your parents because it's so much more important to stay home. And I want to kick myself sometimes for not exploring some of the the things that I didn't do. I didn't go to Italy with my parents because, quote unquote, I had to work. I didn't go to Hawaii with my parents because, you know, I didn't feel like going to Hawaii. And these are things that are on my bucket list, locations that are on my bucket list. So I told Santos right now at this moment with all this pandemic and all this nonsense, I'm not in a comfort level of let's travel and go per se in an airplane. And I know wear your mask. It's safe. We're fully vaccinated. Ta-da, wonderful. But I don't feel comfortable. So this is why we took this road trip. And this road trip to me was very much what I needed. I think it's very much what each of us needed. I know that moving forward, Vacation time for us is going to be extremely different. And I'm so happy about that because I seeked the adventure that I wanted. It was on my vision board. I got to see and experience things that I placed on my vision board. Climbing the mountains, sitting at the sunset, watching the sun rise above this beautiful land. And I got to experience that. And I will forever be grateful for that experience. So guys, thank you so much for joining me. If there's anything you took from my rant today about this vacation experience is focus on you. Put yourself first. Ground yourself solidly. Lo quiero, besito, and rise and succeed.